0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Welcome back to the Bible Overview. We are in Genesis 6 verses 17 through 22. This is our third day covering some of the flood narrative. And here's what God's word says. God's talking to Noah. For behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which is the breath breath of life under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you. You shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you, and every living thing of all flesh you shall bring to of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds according to their kinds, and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing that is on the ground according to its kind. Two of every sort shall come to you, and you shall keep them alive. Also take with you every sort of food that is eaten and store it up. It shall serve as food for you and for them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. First of all, we want to talk about what we mentioned yesterday, which this sounds like a really, really harsh thing. He's going to destroy the whole earth. He's going to kill a bunch of people and animals and, and, and punish wickedness. This is not unjust, however, because God is a perfect God. He's holy. He's righteous. He's blameless. And he simply can't be commingled with sin and wickedness and corruption. And so this is the just punishment for sin. And what the bigger question should be isn't, why was God so mean to these wicked people, but it should be, why did he even let one person live? Noah was guilty of sin, maybe not to the degree that the others were, but God spares Noah and his wife, and that is an act of grace that foreshadows the grace that can be ours through faith in Christ. Some people, when they read this text, kind of ask some questions about the animals. What's up with two of every kind? Obviously, they brought male and female so they could procreate and continue to exist after the flood. But how on earth would you fit two of every species in this boat? Yeah, it's a big boat. I don't know if you've seen the Ark Encounter uh, down in Hebron, Kentucky. You should check that out sometime. But it, it is a big boat. But still, all these animals, how would they fit? Well, one of the explanations for that is there wasn't a representative from every single species or every species that we know today. Rather, there's a representative from each kind of animal. So let's say there's a dog kind. There are many species of dogs, but there's a dog kind, or there's a horse kind, or there's a chicken kind, and on down the line. And if you have representatives from those, then as soon as the the flood is over, the animals get off, they procreate, they spread across the land, and they adapt to different environments, then that's how you get all these different species. And so you didn't need to have representatives from each species, just from each kind. As interesting as that is that we've talked about so far, the big news in this text is that it's the first time that we see God saying he will establish a covenant with somebody. And this is his covenant with Noah. There are several covenants throughout scripture. Later, he'll establish a covenant with Abraham. There'll be a covenant with the people of Israel through Moses on Mount Sinai. There'll be a covenant with David. And then when we get into the New Testament, Of course, there's the new covenant, which is established through the death and the resurrection of Christ so that people can relate to God through faith in Christ rather than through these old covenants that we go through in the Old Testament. The reason I want to bring all this up, first of all, I'm going to link a great video that the Bible Project does to summarize covenants and help you understand them better. The second reason, or the second thing I want to mention is just that I remember when I studied this stuff or when I was starting to get into the Bible a little bit more, and I just thought it was a random set of, for the most part, unrelated stories um, that culminated in the New Testament with Jesus and the cross and 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 the resurrection, and that's why we're Christians. But the fact is that, and hopefully you've seen this already in the first few chapters of Genesis, we see this thread of God's redemptive plan that is woven all the way through the entire Old Testament, from way back at the beginning of Genesis, even through some of the books that we think maybe are boring or dry or have nothing in them that that's relevant, you can see this thread of God's redemptive plan being woven through the Old Testament and into the New Testament. And when you get to the New Testament, you see all these things being fulfilled, all these things that were foreshadowed in the Old Testament coming to fruition. And it's a rich, rich story with many, many different facets and turns and twists, but it's all tied together. And this whole progression of covenants is a major, major part of that progression. So like I said, I'm going to put a link in. Hopefully you'll take a look at it, learn more about the covenants of God. I'm going to leave you with one last question, and you have to mull this over on your own. It says in verse 22, Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. And we can read this narrative, and we can think that the reason that God reacted the way he did to Noah is because Noah, by his own Abilities just kind of was a good guy, and he kind of pulled himself up. He was moral, he was characterologically sound, he did things the right way. And so, God rewarded him by saving him on this boat. The question is if Noah was sinful with Adam's sin, just like we are, just like the wicked people that died in the flood were, where did the righteousness that Noah lived come from? Was it because Noah himself was good enough, or was it because God was at work in Noah causing that righteousness to happen? I'll leave you with that one to mull over. Let's say a prayer. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for this remarkable story of your judgment against sin, but your manifestation of grace in the midst of it. Lord, let that grace permeate our lives. Let it inspire us to live for you. Lord, help us to be students of your word so that we can see the many facets of your grace and your love, despite the fact that we deserve judgment for sin. And I pray that that would transform us and that it would be seen in our lives by others who surround us so that they could be transformed as well. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.